You're listening to the Complete Concussion Management Podcast with Dr. Cameron Marshall. Ask Concussion Doc is a show where we answer your questions about concussions, treatment, and rehabilitation to help practitioners better manage these injuries. Enjoy the show. This episode is brought to you by the Complete Concussion Management Clinical Network. Are you suffering from a concussion? Concussion symptoms that just aren't getting better? Maybe you're in the wrong place. Maybe you're seeing the wrong healthcare professional. Visit completeconcussions.com slash find dash a dash clinic to find all of the local professionally trained concussion clinicians in your area. Each of our partnered clinics have gone through extensive training on concussion assessment, diagnosis, treatment, and rehabilitation, and will be able to quickly determine the root cause of your symptoms and work with you to develop a plan to get rid of them. If you don't know what's driving your symptoms, you can't ever hope to relieve them. Completeconcussions.com slash find a clinic. They have a 98% patient satisfaction rating and the net promoter score as judged by real patients is higher than Amazon, Netflix, and Apple. Completeconcussions.com slash find dash a dash clinic. You won't regret it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Ask Concussion Doc, episode number 78. Um, a lot of excitement going on today. We just found out the sex of our baby who is due in a few months time. Uh, if you want to check that out, head on over to my story on Instagram because we just did a little reveal. Um, so check that out if you're watching live. Obviously, if you've missed it, <clears throat> tough break. You'll have to find out some other way. Uh, Okay, so today's topic is the importance of seeking concussion care early. Um, Proper education, proper patient education uh, is one of the best ways to reduce the likelihood of having persistent symptoms. And some of the theory around that makes a whole lot of sense in the fact that a lot of what we used to do or a lot of what traditional concussion care has been things like rest, don't exercise, you know, avoid going to school or work, um, you know, all of these things are actually now being found to make you worse. But unfortunately, what we know from the disconnect between research and clinical practice is that it takes about 10 years for stuff that has been researched and studied and proven to actually then make it into clinical practice. So essentially what we have is um, the, the fact now that a lot of what we know about concussion recovery and the things that can improve upon it are not yet being recommended as part of you know concussion care unless you're going to somebody who's specialized in concussion. So if you're just going to you know your general GP uh, or any other healthcare provider that doesn't really have advanced training or specialization in the field of concussion, you are you know potentially putting yourself at risk to end up with uh, improper education, improper advice, and therefore delay your recovery by not seeking specialized care early on in the process. So. Um, 
you need to try and get that done early on. And I'm gonna just highlight some studies on this because just this month, there was a study that was released that kind of drove this point home. And I'm also gonna talk about some data that we've collected with CCMI uh, and all of our clinic network that kind of reiterates this point as well. So the first paper I'm gonna talk about is Pulaski, uh, in 2015, uh, this was a PhD thesis. This was one of the first papers to show this, but they looked at predictors of recovery from concussion in females, specifically. We know that females tend to take longer to recover, and most of this has been attributed to a variety of things, which I've alluded to in previous podcasts, and if you want to check some episodes out, I think I did one called Boys vs. Girls and, and some other ones that talk about some of the reasons why females may take longer to recover than males. Um, so this researcher wanted to examine uh, a variety of variables in concussed females to determine some of the predictors for concussion recovery. So they looked at things like premorbid mental health conditions, neurocognitive issues, headaches, etc. They had 180 participants in this study and they found that a delay in initial post-injury evaluation was the most predictive factor for having a prolonged recovery. I'll say that again, a delay in the initial post-injury evaluation was most predictive of a prolonged recovery. Similarly, Desai et al. in 2019 published a study in the Clinical Journal of Sports Medicine. They examined the differences between males and females in terms of their recovery trajectories following concussion. So this study was looking more as a comparison of males to females, and they looked at 192 people. Yes, females did take longer to recover following concussion than males. However, females also took 40% longer to come in for their first visit. So their time from injury to injury presentation or clinical assessment was 40% longer than males. They said the average time for assessment of males was nine days, females was 15 days. So they're not getting in as quickly. Then when they controlled for that variable, when they said, let's only look and compare males versus females for those patients that came in within the first seven days after injury. And what they found was if they only looked at people that came in early on, the differences in recovery from males to females completely dissipated. So, the conclusion here is potentially that maybe there isn't a difference in male to female recovery after all. Maybe the only difference is the fact that females tend to take longer to come in. So again, looking at time to injury presentation being a predictive factor of recovery. Bach and colleagues in 2015 examined 361 student athletes with concussion and found the following things. The variables associated with longer return to play time, so a longer recovery, were being female, being referred for concussion rehab, so this was likely because they had had prolonged symptoms and they were being referred on, so those that had been referred on were more likely to have persistent concussion symptoms, and those being treated for chronic headaches, and I think that's along the same vein, right? Because they're having chronic headaches, they're being treated for chronic headaches while they're the ones that are taking longer to recover. Um, the variables associated with shorter return to play time, so quicker recovery, were those that had a headache right away. I don't know why that would matter, but 
being evaluated within one week of the concussion injury. So this was the best predictor of recovery. Those that were able to get evaluated at a specialized concussion clinic within seven days of their concussion had the shortest recovery duration. Study from New Zealand, Forrest and Associates in 2018 examined 107 concussed athletes and they found that A, a longer time from injury to assessment resulted in proportionally more psychological symptoms such as feeling depressed or tearful. So the longer time it took for you to get from injury into the clinic resulted in increased depression, increased feelings of tearfulness. This was also associated with greater time to discharge, meaning overall recovery time. The conclusion here of these authors was that prompt diagnosis and treatment of concussion may minimize the severity of post-concussion symptoms, especially those associated with mental health and well-being. A lot of these symptoms, these mental health side of the things with symptoms, uh, anxiety and things like that can be alleviated with proper patient education up front where we can teach patients about what a concussion is because if they go home and start Googling things, they're going to become so kind of, you know, become so fearful of what's going on and so afraid that that can develop into other things as well. Brand new study published January 6th in 2020 in the Journal of the American Medical Association Neurology, JAMA Neurology by Anthony Contos and colleagues at the University of Pittsburgh. They examined the association from the time of injury to the first clinical assessment. So again, time from injury to presentation. And um, they looked at how that affected recovery time. So this was a retrospective study, meaning they looked back at cases that had come into their clinic, consecutive cases. It was a cross-sectional study looking at athletes, <coughs> excuse me, concussed athletes between the ages of 12 and 22 years old. So kind of in that adolescent, young adult range. The sample initially included 416 individuals. However, 254 had to be excluded because they were either lost to follow up, like they didn't come back for subsequent visits, or they had incomplete clinical data uh, which prevented them from doing a full analysis on this. Now, this happens all the time in concussion. Patients kind of come and go, and so sometimes you don't have a full data set, but they initially had 416 patients within the period of time they were looking at, and they had 254 patients that were excluded, so they ended up with a total sample of 162 people. They then split that group in relatively half um, based on when they came in. So if you came in from day zero, to day seven after your injury, you were in the short uh, group. If you came in at eight days to 20 days, so after kind of the first week up till three weeks, they put you in kind of the late group. So we had the early group, zero to seven. We had the late group, eight to 20 days after the injury. And these are both relatively early presentations in, in the grand scheme of things. Now, how, how much would that make a difference, right? Coming in the first week versus coming in weeks two and three, Turns out they looked at a number of different things. So they, the two groups did not have any differences in any other variables. So the number of females was equal between the two groups. Um, the medical history between the two groups was the same. And the injury characteristics, meaning the, the symptom severity scores, the cognitive issues, the ocular motor or vestibular issues that patients were experiencing after the injury at initial assessment were the same between the two groups. So there's no other distinguishing characteristics between the two groups. You, you basically have two equal groups, the only difference being 
when they came into the clinic, either the first week or weeks two or three. And can we guess? <laughs> can we guess what happened? Okay. The late group, so the group that came in after weeks two and three, had a almost six times greater likelihood of having a prolonged recovery than the group that came in the week earlier. Here's, here's a quote from this study that was in the discussion section, which I thought you guys might like. In this study, athletes who were evaluated within a week of injury recovered in a mean of 20 days faster than those athletes seen two to three weeks post-injury. One reasonable explanation for this difference is the earlier initiation of active rehabilitation strategies, including exertion progression and opportunity to start structured physical therapies, example, vestibular vision and cervical symptoms. Further, without clinical guidance and behavioral management recommendations post-injury, athletes may have been engaging in counterproductive recovery strategies such as strict rest or excessive physical activity if you do too much. This explanation is supported by the fact that athletes recovered in a similar amount of time after that first evaluation. As such, the days before initial evaluation were primarily accounting for the longer recovery duration rather than the time in which the patients were under clinical care with the treatment plan. So just to kind of reframe that in a different way, the difference between the two groups actually was just the days it took them to come in. Right? So once they initiated care, they actually recovered in the same amount of time from initiation of care to discharge, but the difference was simply in how long they took to come in. <clears throat> uh, where was I here? There is no reason to believe that group differences in clinical presentation, i.e. a group with a more severe injury or greater likelihood of vestibular dysfunction, accounted for the discrepancy in recovery time because the groups did not differ on any clinical outcomes, including symptom severity, neurocognitive test performance, and the presence of vestibular or ocular motor dysfunction at the first visit. In short, it appears that all athletes had similar impairments in recovery time after they had received initial clinical care, highlighting the importance of clinical care as soon as possible. Time to clinical care was a more robust factor associated with protracted recovery than many other constitutional risk factors and injury characteristics previously established as moderating factors of recovery. So the time from injury to clinical presentation is one of the best predictors of recovery. So you got to get in quickly. Now, complete concussion management. As many of you know, complete concussion management is... Um, we see more concussions around the world than anyone else. We have the largest clinical concussion network with over 350 clinic locations. And we see more concussions each year than all of the pediatric emergency departments across Canada combined. So we see more concussions than virtually anybody. Now this allows us to collect a large amount of data. We also have the largest concussion database in the world. So, from this, we can actually start getting a lot of really great insights that you can't really find uh, in many other places, if any at all. And we often partner with universities to do studies on various things to help further the kind of collective knowledge of concussion by using big data sets that, that are all pertaining to concussion with a lot of different clinical variables built in so that we can study this uh, in, in a better way. And we uh, partnered with McMaster University and some students there that were doing some research studies. And one of the things we looked at was predictors of recovery. And so we've taken previous studies that have been done 
and they looked at things like symptom severity scores and sex and age and uh, injury mechanisms and sport, you know, athlete versus non and all these different things to look at recovery prediction and try to build predictive algorithms for who would get better fast and who would take a lot longer to recover. So we looked at all of these different variables and what did we find? The number one predictor for recovery time was how quickly you were in to see us. More important than sex, more important than loss of consciousness, more important than having post-traumatic amnesia, more important than your symptom severity score, more important than any other prognostic variable for concussion, our data showed that the number one thing was how quickly you were in to see a trained, specialized concussion clinician. So that's how important this is. So the moral of the story is, if you think you have a concussion, or if you have a family member or friend or somebody else that has a concussion, get them checked out ASAP, but you can't just go to any old doctor and think that that's going to be sufficient. You need to find somebody that has advanced training in this field so that they can give you the right advice. Because like I said, this stuff changes rapidly and if you're seeing somebody that's not on top of it, that's not in this field and is just a general practitioner, a general healthcare provider, they don't necessarily have enough education or they're not as up to date as they should be. And what that results in is Healthcare professionals continuously telling you to rest and sit in a dark room and not to exercise and not to do all these things that are now actually beneficial for concussion. And that can make you worse. So if you think you have a concussion, check out completeconcussions.com and click on the blue find a clinic button because we have clinics all over the world. We have a lot of areas that we aren't yet servicing, but we're working on it. Our mission is to have a clinic located in every town and city throughout the world so that people can always find accessible, evidence-based quality concussion care. You shouldn't have to travel. You shouldn't have to spend millions of dollars to go to do this. You should be able to find this in your own communities. So click on the Find a Clinic button on completeconcussions.com and try to find somebody in your area that's trained. If you don't have somebody in your area that's trained by CCMI, try to look around, try to talk to people, find out who has some sort of training in concussion. Don't just go to somebody that says they treat concussion. Try to find out what their experience is, what their knowledge is, what their training is, that type of thing, because that's going to make a huge difference. If you are a healthcare professional and you want to find out what the latest evidence on concussion is and you want to get more advanced trainings so that you aren't one of the ones contributing to this problem, check out the link in my Instagram profile, if you go to my concussion doc, at concussion underscore doc, there's a link in my bio. There's a workshop there about the management of persistent concussion symptoms. You can check that out. You can also visit completeconcussions.com. Look at the training opportunities available. Look at our clinic partnership program. Um, and yeah, that's it. So seek out care early from somebody with advanced training in concussion. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. Just one more thing before you go. This episode is brought to you by the Complete Concussion Management Clinical Network. Are you suffering from concussion symptoms that just aren't getting better? Maybe you're in the wrong place. Maybe you're seeing the wrong healthcare professional. Visit completeconcussion.com slash find-a-clinic to find all the local professionally trained concussion rehab individuals in your area. Each of our partnered clinics have gone through extensive training on concussion assessment, management, diagnosis, treatment, and rehabilitation. Uh, they're gonna work with you to try and find the root cause of your symptoms and then 
develop a treatment plan and approach to help get rid of them. If you don't know what's driving the symptoms, you can't ever help or hope to fix them. Completeconcussions.com slash find a clinic. They have a 98% patient satisfaction rating and have a higher net promoter score than Amazon, Apple, and Netflix. Completeconcussions.com slash find a clinic. You will not regret it. Thank you for listening to the Complete Concussion Management Podcast. If you like the show, please subscribe and let us know by leaving a review. Have questions about concussion management for future episodes? Submit them to our website, Facebook, or even Instagram. See you next time.